sitting down drop zone. One winter day, down San Marcos Way, everybody bitching. About this cloudy day. And I say, Yeah, the sun is shining brightly. Michael Lockhart, he say, Yeah, but she just wearing cloudy drawers. Ah, yeah! <laughs> Oh, the sun is shining brightly. Oh, but she did wear her cloudy drawers. Come on, Miss Sunshine. I said, drop him cloudy drawers. And let me see. Oh, Lord, let me see. On your sweet blue sky. <laughs> I was wondering what you were saying. <laughs> ah, blue skies to all of you blue out there. Blue skies. Take the panties off. Let me see the blue skies. <laughs> Mac Daddy Belcher. Live and in person coming to you from planet Earth in the Republic of Texas. That's me, Mac Daddy. Mac Belcher. Come alive. Come alive. Oh, man. Hey, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to Wazzy Circus Radio, the show where I sit down with the most amazing people on earth. Hey, today's Toast of Life is brought to you this time with Mac in the studio, Mac Belcher and Jameson. Jameson, triple distilled, smooth Irish whiskey, made the John Jameson way since 1780. Hey, Mac, I think we've known each other for about 10 years. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Mm. That. It's an honor to be here with you, buddy. Hey, guys. Shout out to our Patreon patriots again. Of course, thank you to Miss Cheney. She told me how to say it correctly the night. Shanae? Anyway, Shanae? Was that right? Hey, um, you guys make this happen. You guys allow us to bring guests on. We're trying to do big things. Um, all of our Patreon patriots, we're going to put together raffle and swoop pants and some kind of cool shit for you guys. $5 a month, $10 a month, it's up to you, whatever it's worth. If you're listening to it and you know you love it, Adrian, you might as well join the fucking Patreon, Lewis. What is that? Is that the phone again? Yo, we're in Alex Jones's old studio and this phone rings sometimes. It's not me. I don't think it's me. I turned, I muted mine before I came in. Unplug that? <laughs> Yo, this is uh, the original InfoWars studio in uh, Austin Public Studios, and sometimes that fucking phone rings. That's wild. All right, what else, what else, what else? Wait, 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 let's, here we go, here we go, here we go. My guest today, 101st Airborne Class of 1959, fuckers. Yo, first civilian skydive was in March of 1964. Jumpmaster, prorated. <laughs> he got prorated when your D license was 200 skydives. What, what's your D number, Mac? Uh, it's, uh, well, what's your li- three, huh? what license number? PCA, first license uh, was B. That was Parachute Club of America, and uh, it's a 4809. My second one was a C license. And it was uh, USPA because they just switched over and from Parachute Club of America to USPA. It was 5692. So it was called the Parachute Club of, of America before the USPA. Is it the same organization? Same organization. Parachute Club, Club of, of America. Wow. That's how it began. And uh, it began back in the 40s, as I understand. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, at the time, an A license was one jump, I think, regardless military or otherwise, you could get the A license. Your B license was uh, 50 jumps, 
or no, 25 jumps. I don't remember. Hell, I'm, right. I'm 81 years old. I don't, <laughs> how do you expect me to remember all this I shit? Don't, I'm just hoping. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, you uh, you you got your uh, D license was uh, 200 jumps. Uh, I didn't get my D license until uh, it was over here at Skydive San Marcos, uh, and it was 50 years from the day I started jumping my first jump. I got my D, finally got my D license. Hadn't needed it, hadn't wanted it, didn't, you know, hey, I could do whatever I wanted to do anyway. Right, right. So why, why did you end up getting it? I, I don't know. Somebody talked me into it. I, oh, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> Ain't no problem. I, I know the shit. 101st Airborne, 1959. 1959, yeah. Our, uh, the uh, uh, first sergeant of the 101st Airborne that time, was the baddest man on the planet. The Navy SEALs, the Rangers, and all of those, he taught them how to be badass. Mm. And he was the first sergeant of the jump school I went through. Do you remember his name? Oh, yes, I remember his name. His name was uh, Henry Chopansky. Chopansky. Yes, Henry Chopansky, the baddest man on earth. What made him the baddest man on earth? He was just good. Right. He, he was good and dedicated to what he did, you know. Right. He he taught uh, a lot of people how to do uh, karate. But anyway, uh, that's another story. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> so, how many how many military jumps did you get in? I I managed to get in forty eight. Forty eight. Yeah, I was lucky because I was always. Uh, Figuring out who is scheduling these jumps. I want to jump, man. Come on, let's get me on a load. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, so you still act the same way. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, uh, I, I ended up having 48 military jumps. I got out uh, right after the Cuban Missile Crisis in uh, March of uh, 1963. Jesus Christ. In uh, in March of 1964. You talking about the fucking Bay of Pigs? <laughs> right after. Oh my uh, God. But uh, uh, in uh, March of 64, I started skydiving in California. Where? Uh, at uh, Lancaster. Lancaster. Uh, yeah, up near Mojave. Okay, what was the name of the drop zone? Skydive Lancaster? Skydive Lancaster, I think. 182? I don't remember. You don't remember? Do you remember your jump master? No. Uh, uh, what was his uh, Walt Shearer. Walt Shearer. Walt Shearer, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, uh, I had, uh, you know, I had the military jumps, and I learned how to stand up a freaking canopy on my seventh jump. Had an old jump master that told me, he says, man, come on, grab them rear risers, and, you know, for the, all intent purposes, the uh, military chutes are non-steerable. Right. But you can riser slip. And he says, grab your rear risers and pull them down. And just before you, uh, your feet and legs, shoulder width apart, and just before you hit the ground, touch, you know, turn that son of a bitch loose. And for a, it'll, it'll make a little snap for a second, and it'll make a, for a nice, soft stand-up landing. And that's what you did. And I did it, and it worked. <laughs> so so anyway, we got up to Lancaster, and my jump master, the first jump, uh, my first uh, civilian skydive, uh, I came into the pea gravel and I landed. Oh, he kept—he was hollering to me on the megaphone to put my feet and legs together, feet and legs together, and I did. So I, I landed oh, I don't know, 10, 15 feet in front of him, uh, did a PLF and so on and so on. The next jump coming in, same megaphone, and I says, "Fuck you, megaphone! I ain't putting my feet. I ain't putting my feet and legs together." I came in within about five feet of him and stood up and right in front of him and <laughs> smiled. So you, were you jumping a square at that time? Or the, no, it was a seven seven panel TU. Uh, it was an old. Uh, Your civilian was a TU. Oh hell yes! My How the hell did you land in front of him? Huh? How did you land in front of him? You could steer it that well. I could steer it that well. I was that good on accuracy. Hey Paul Yarnell, you hear that shit? <laughs> uh, seven panel TU. Hey. Ooh, what is that? Uh, that that's uh, oh that's a picture of uh, my first high performance parachute. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That was a uh, para commander. Now the para my first time. Hey, y'all can kiss my ass. This motherfucker's a legend. That's his velocity, son. That's that new Valk right there, baby. Look at it. That, that parachute right there. Para commander. 
Paracommander had about a 14 mile an hour forward speed. It would do a 360 turn in about three to five seconds. That was and, hot shit, huh? And uh, its landing force was equivalent to jumping off of three and a half feet. Oh, so way so better we, than the military. Oh, hell yeah. Way better than the military. <laughs> the Paracommander uh, was the uh, shit, it, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think its rate of descent was uh, 15 point something. Oh, y'all love that shit, didn't you? Oh, Everybody yeah. wanted a paracommander, huh? Oh, yeah. They, 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 that was the best parachute ever made. It, the velocity is the best parachute ever made. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's not a parachute. Ah, uh, it's a wing. It, yes, sir. It's an inflatable wing. All right, so it's yes. It's not a parachute. All right, the paracommander. What about the, what's the, ter- what was that? The was pterodactyl? That? Yes. It didn't quite uh, pan out as good as they wanted. However, I do have an idea that uh, that I could pan it out. What would you do to it? Huh? What would you do to the pterodactyl? If you guys I, haven't seen it, it's a... I, 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 I would... I don't know what the fuck how to explain the pterodactyl. Uh, everybody's seen a uh, a hang glider. Exactly, yeah. And I, right now, there, there is such a thing as a twin kill hang glider. Okay, you take the twin kill hang glider, and the sail wing was somewhat on that design. Okay. Okay, you, you cross you cross the sail wing with the pterodactyl and inflate it into a delta wing. And that's what it looked like. Uh, you know, use your imagination. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's kind of Dallas. I saw uh, Gina Norzai jump one. No, the ter- no, beyond the pterodactyl. Oh, you! Oh, what you're trying to do is inflate a fucking. You're out of your mind. Pterodactyl is the <laughs> pterodactyl is a single surface. I'm talking about a single surface made into a double surface, an inflatable wing, a delta inflatable wing. We have Valkyries. They're getting close to delta. They're, <laughs> they getting, they're getting close to deltry. That's crazy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> My first high performance jump. Look at that. <laughs> what is that thing right there? That four cell? What is that? A four cell? A hey, five two, cell. Five cell. Okay, what you're looking at is the five cell parasled. It was one of the first uh, canopies to come out with the Ram Air design. If you'll notice, it's completely flat, straight on across. Yep. Uh, it, and if you look closely, you'll see it had a split tail whenever you pull down on the... Oh One shit! Side, each, each, you each you don't pull separate. down on both. Uh, this canopy uh, was extremely hard opening. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, when it first came out, the manufacturer recommended you do not take it the beyond pre-fall. three seconds out of the plane. Woo! That's how hard it was opening. Okay, so uh, then they experimented with rings and ropes around the top of it and attached to the pilot chute. Yeah, that did some, but it was it was a big hassle. Wait, so then they got a, into was sliders. Was that a static line? It was a static line jump. No. How did you deploy that? This one in here, we used a Stratostar slider, which slowed the day opening down to where it was bearable. Uh, but was actually, it a pilot actually, was it hand deployed, uh, or was it ripcord? Mine was a uh, ripcord. Ripcord, okay. Mine, mine was ripcord, spring-loaded pilot chute. Yep, big-ass, heavy pilot chutes. Yeah. Uh, this, I have had three malfunctions in my life, and all of them were on a campy like this. <laughs> my, first malfun- my first malfunction was... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, I, I, it was at a, a big bass picnic, and it was probably 2,500, 3,000 people there. And I had a busted ankle and was walking on a cane. Uh-huh. But before this happened, I had a series of about 15 one-foot stand-up landings on this particular chute. Okay. Okay. So you're pretty confident. I was confident. So, so now I'm going to be the fucking big showstopper. Uh-huh. Number one mistake, I'm going to take my cane and I'm going up on this jump and I'm going to come in front of the crowd 
and flare and, 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 do, a, and do a and do a one foot stand up and put my cane down and walk up and wave to the crowd. Yeah. 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 Bad mistake. Bad, <laughs> bad choice. Bad, bad choice. <laughs> What'd you do? Second second mistake. I borrowed gear. Same okay. same campy, but I borrowed the gear. Well, you... Didn't check it up, didn't pack it. Mm. Went out with the cane, uh-huh. no problem. Come time to top pull, no problem. Looked up and bag lock. Now we got problems. problems. Now we got with problems. With the cane in your hand, you can't even fucking, you got, what do you, go? Uh, you... Uh, first thing I do, second, tragic mistake. <laughs> I reach up with the cane, cane. and I'm going to try to shake this bag a little bit to get it to come out. And I'm shaking, and then all of a sudden I say, uh-oh, too much time. I turn everything loose, and I look at the ground, and I says, oh, my God, I am dead. Hit my fucking reserve. Boom. I was five seconds under a 26-foot conical. 26-foot conical has a rate of descent of 16.5 feet per second. You do the math. I got I I got I got line stretched at ninety feet. Oh Jesus! You hit the ground hard as fuck. No, I hit the ground soft. Really? Once I got fifteen line, feet a second. Yeah. Oh, I, well. That sounds like it fucking hurts. No, 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 no. Really, not really. Okay. Okay. So so now <laughs> this, this, this is my first jump. Okay. Now this is my first jump. Big crowd of people. Yeah. Second. Uh, Hold on, also, so you chop. Do you land? Do you land in the landing area? Was it, was the uh, spot no, right? I, no, I I went behind the trees with a reserve unopened, and from where the crowd was, everybody you thought died. I, I died. Yeah. With then I came, then I came around, and the first man to greet me had two cups of whiskey. He said, "Wow, that was neat. Could you do it again for us? Hand me a cup of whiskey." He said, "No, but I sure appreciate the whiskey." <laughs> when all the shit was happening, it was just calm. It was calm. No, no problem. But the shit now was starting to hit in. The shock was starting to hit in. Right. So it ended up on the plane ride back. Uh, I, I fucking wanted some fresh air, so I crawled out of the plane uh, on a 180 and uh, hung on to the wing and st- hung on to the strut. I didn't hang. I, had, I was on the step. The step, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I love it. I but love I didn't have any parachute on. Well, yeah, you're fucking mine. What? Yeah. What pilot? What the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Mean? Yeah. <laughs> You mean this is at the same event where you almost you already went to reserve? Now you're hanging on the wing with no fucking rig. Oh, How the up. fuck did you make it to eighty? <laughs> I got friends that died at twenty-two. <laughs> I'm a man on a mission. That's all I can tell you. I'm what the a man fuck? on a mission? I always say, so, hey, dude. I okay, always think about that so, shit. If so I can so hold on so now without a rig. Now I'm, now it's Fourth of July. Okay. Beach Boardwalk, Santa Cruz, California. God damn it, Santa Big Cruz. fucking shit. Yeah. And what year? What I, year? I, what year? Oh, hell, I don't remember. Give me what a decade. Year. Give me a decade, motherfucker. You got uh, it. In the 70s, 70s. 70s. There we go. In the 70s. Perspective. Uh, had a smoke bomb on each foot. 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, had a smoke bomb on each foot. What gear are you jumping? Huh? What gear? Is it a belly mounted reserve? Or no, no. I, I, I'm you know? I'm jumping a strong piggyback. Okay. With a paracommander or uh, with the the uh, parasled. Oh, with the parasled. With a parasled in it. What what plane? And a a, 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 a twenty six foot conical reserve. Reserve. Okay. The same thing that saved your ass. Or right. The, other the same thing that saved. What, what, same same reserve. What airplane? Uh, the airplane was the Twin Beach. Okay, the beach. Yeah, Twin Beach. Were they pretty common back in the day? Oh yeah. They were everywhere. That's what the jumpers did, huh? Oh yeah, Twin Beach was. It was a nice airplane. It yeah. is a nice airplane. I've, yeah, I've jumped it out in uh, Salem Springs, Salem Springs, Arkansas. But uh, yeah, okay, Santa Cruz. So, so on now, the boardwalk, now, you guys landed on now, the beach now, right there. Now I go out, boom, smoke, everything's going good, boom, and I fucking pop my chute. And it blows into fucking pieces. I mean, it, it separates fucking massively. Whoa! And puts me in a violent spin. Where's your spot? So, is, so, it over, so, is it over the ocean? Know, I, it... No, I'm right a little bit over the ocean. And, and so, so I reach up and I got cape whales. So I reach up and I uncover my cape whales. And I pop my cape whales. And because of going in too slow last time, I made a bad mistake. 
I didn't, I, when I popped my cape, when I got through, it threw me, and I was head down, and I pulled. Your reserve? I pulled my reserve, and it came off my shoulders, and it went right to my right foot, and it snagged on to the smoke bomb. Now I'm laying there looking at the freaking pier in Santa Cruz, and I said, huh. I'm going to fucking die. So I, sing, <laughs> I shake my foot and I kick, kick it and kick it. And it it uh, it comes loose and it opens up, but it burns holes all around the high pressure area. So I was lucky I didn't land on the land. I landed on the beach, uh, you know, in the water close to the beach. And they were there just instantly picking me up. So no problem. But you had holes in the canopy. But I had holes in my canopy. So yeah. you hit hard. Uh, yeah, I, I would have hit pretty hard on land. What were you wearing, like beach beach shorts and like a no? I, shirt? I, I I always wear a jump. I always wear a jumpsuit. Okay. Always have. Always will. Protection. That's right. Some kind of protection. I don't. I don't go get on a motorcycle without leathers. All right. Yeah. You know. That's smart, man. Yeah. That's smart, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I tried to be. I I used to jump barefoot till I landed off. <laughs> you had to walk through a field with fresh cut grass that was dry. It felt like needles on the bottom of my feet. <laughs> I've always worn shoes from, shoes from that day on some kind of protection. Holy shit! So that was that was number two. What were you doing in California? That's one of my favorite places on earth. Uh, in uh, fact, shout out to the uh, Wild Circus Canopy Adventure. We're going we're going to a Marina right there south of Santa Cruz on March something with the crew. Yeah, I take these, dude, we go up there and fly the dunes, and we jump out of the King Air at 18, 18 grand. It's kind of like uh, uh, Monterey. Monterey, right right north Shout of Monterey. Monterey, yeah. Right north. Well, we go, yeah, Monterey Bay. Yeah, yeah the yeah. King Air. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, it's my magic place. I worked there for a little bit. and um, I, Yeah, and I, I take people back out. I, I, I fell in love with that lifestyle, man, and now I just kind of share it with my friends from Texas and Oklahoma right. just to show them that, like, wow, right? Like. What were you doing in Cali at the time? How did you end up out well, there jumping? Fuck, I pleased. No, let's back it up. I went to California. I went to California in 64. I uh, started skydiving. Uh, then blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was spending too much time skydiving, uh, but my next-door neighbor was, you know, I wasn't paying enough attention to my wife. My next-door neighbor was paying attention to my wife, got a divorce, mm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, then I uh, uh, I was an aircraft mechanic, uh, a pilot, and a skydiving instructor in the 70s. Uh, Holy shit. In the in, 70s. In the 70s, yeah. Yeah, got got some. I'm not even wild born stories. yet. Got some wild stories. Those, those were some wild days. I, I was that fresh, was real days. I, well, I, I was fresh off of uh, uh, that divorce, and I was wide open, out of control. I mean, totally wide open, out of control. Uh, uh, you you name it, let's do it. Fuck right. it. Tell me, tell me, what, like what, like what? Tell me something. I don't know. I'm from. I was born in '76, so I don't even know. What were y'all doing in the '70s when I was when I was getting born? What music was playing? Well, let's put it this way. What music was playing? Jesus, uh, I don't remember much about the music. Uh, the disco was popular. Okay. Uh, that was, that was uh, if if I wanted to get laid, I'd run out to some of the local meat markets and do some disco dancing. Okay. But I preferred country music or the blues. Uh-huh. I used to listen to Charlie Musselwhite, which is a great blues player. Okay. Uh, Charlie Musselwhite. Charlie Musselwhite, yeah. I'm going to look him up. Look him up. He, he he's one of the old time good uh, harmonica players. Oh, I love but, the harmonica. Uh, uh, yeah, the harmonica is a great instrument. You know, uh, it's got a lot of history behind it. You know, that was uh, one of the instruments of choice uh, for the pioneers coming across the United States. Was uh, a, a what do they call it a pocket a pocket organ? Yeah, pocket yeah. organ. Pocket organ, man. Uh, I learned how to play it when I was quite young. Uh, you know, civil songs like uh, Oh Susanna and uh, uh, Down in the Valley. How, who, who, who inspires you to pick it up? My dad played it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. I don't know what got into me, but we got some. And you know when you're driving the tunnel, it's 30 minutes of just sitting there. Right. So I... <clears throat> Excuse me. I just started playing the harmonica, 
And I um I'd put on old blue stations and I would um try to mimic the songs I was listening to or play along. Right. And you know, it's all breathing and trying to get it right. And I was um free diving at the time, so it was perfect. I love it. I'm about to pick, this is my locker, man. I'm gonna pick it back up. I like the way you opened the show, Matt. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got on harmonica. Hold on. Back to Santa Cruz, California in the 70s. Okay, yeah. What drop zone so, were you guys leaving out of? Uh, uh, Santanella. Santanella. Santanella in the Central Valley. It's right on I-5. Okay. And uh, nice little drop zone. I don't think it's there uh, no more. No, no, it's not there. Uh, there's a housing development there now. Wow. The runway's gone. Uh, yeah. We lost a lease. Uh, we wrecked our Twin Beach and... Uh, yeah, there's a, another. That's another story. How you wrecked the beach? That's another story. Was the engine out? Uh, on a training exercise, yeah. What do you mean training exercise? What does uh, that mean? Fuck is a training we're, we're, exercise. We're training a new pilot. Ah. On, on single engine out, and he, and he couldn't handle it. Yeah, it was his first. He time. he didn't handle it. So so, but anyway, and we lost the lease on the airport, and yeah. they turned it all into a housing development. But on the upside. I seen some Google pictures of it the other day, uh-huh. and there's still enough of the old drop zone. They give me a fucking chance, and I'll do an outlaw jump into the old drop zone. <laughs> I don't give a shit if it's legal, illegal, or what. There's enough land for me to land on there. Oh, that'd be cool to go jump in your old DZ. Oh, hell yeah. There no more. I will. That's fucking crazy. I, I, hope I, jumped, at, I jumped at Paris Valley. Uh-huh. Uh, the last time I jumped at Paris Valley, all they had was a, a packing table. Uh-huh. And a little booth about the size of the one we're in here was for Manifest and a Cessna 180. They had seven up on the tail of it. That's all they had. Paris Valley. What year was that? 68, 69, somewhere in that neighborhood. And look at it now. Woo! I remember Skydive Dallas was just a trailer in a 180. Yeah. You know, on a dirt field. Well, look at that. What is that right there? Talk to me about All gear. Right. Whoa. That's over Lancaster. That's me right after I uh, exited the plane. Uh, in, uh, in the uh, Air Force backpack, <laughs> I, uh, I went down to uh, the Army Surplus store in L.A. And I bought this old Air Force backpack. It had a C9 <laughs> canopy in it, uh, and I brought it home, and I took it, and I uh, uh, took some scissors, and I cut some holes in it for some forward speed, and then I attached some 550 cord to the proper places and put some toggles on it. What the fuck is a proper place? You can't put toggles on a parachute, man. That's not, I ain't got no fucking toggles, man. <laughs> Sure you can. You're a goddamn ghetto bird. Did sure you know you that? Can. Sure you can. Hey, yo, this is ghetto bird 15. I don't know if y'all are watching. I think, you know, you know, the proper place is your idea is to close off one gore while the air is still rushing out the other gore. So there's a certain line up there that you attach to the line to, which I baseball stitched by hand and then duct taped to keep it. And then a, a, a friend of mine... Was had, the FAA even around? <laughs> Did they even exist? FAA, F what? <laughs> yeah, they were around somewhere. <laughs> we didn't pay much attention to them, though. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, we're duct taping the, the, ba- the baseball right. stitch. And, and anyway, the, the parachute had, uh, after I got it, and a friend of mine gave me a sleeve that needed repair, so I had a little Singer Home sewing machine. I repaired that sleeve. Put it, pulled it over, went up and jumped it with it. Uh, wait, 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 sleeve, sleeve, sleeve. So I just found this out recently. The round parachutes, you'll pack it, and then you put it into a sleeve. You put it into a thing. It, 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 so it's, it's inside it, of a sleeve. It kind of like we use for our canopy bags, but it's a sleeve. It, for it, the... It's a sleeve that you pull over it uh-huh. uh, instead of a bag. However, you could put the rounds into bags. My, my uh, paracommander, I jumped with a bag. Okay. I like the bag better. Why? Did the, how would, did the sleeve? Was it connected to a pilot chute? It was just. It was less bulk all the way around. Okay. I did. It was it with the bag? I had a lot less bulk than I did with the sleeve. Oh, so the sleeve had more bulk. Yeah, the sleeve got a lot more bulk than the bag. Than the bag. How did the sleeve work? Was it connected to a pilot chute that removed the sleeve? How did this? How did the parachute get out of the sleeve? 
Was it connected to the static line? The sleeve. How did the sleeve the, come The off? sleeve had pockets, air pockets on the top side of it, okay? And, 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 and that assisted the pilot chute from pulling it all the way off. Okay. Holy fuck. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay. Let's backtrack. You drive down to L.A. to an Army surplus store, and you see in an Army surplus store, hey, there's a fucking parachute on the wall. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Did yeah. they question you, a young man? No. What the fuck are you going to do with this thing? No. And what did you say? They nobody questioned me. They, uh, I give them the money. They give me the parachute. <laughs> I go home. But you're fresh I, out of the I, service, I, so you know how to look at it at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know a little bit about parachutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I doubt. I, I don't want. I want to. I want to. I want to refute that because you took scissors to it, and that doesn't sound like you know much about parachutes. Well, logic. <laughs> Let, let's put it this Yes, way. let's go to logic. Okay. Scissors okay. and parachutes. Now, now you, I know you, you lived. You, you, I know you, I'm you, wrong. You've got on these parachutes, the way they scissors. were made, you had seams. Okay. Now you could cut the material where these seams were. And will not affect the structurability of it. When you cut horizontally across, mm -hmm. then it left a raw seam that did. At that point, we used ripstop <laughs> nylon tape. <laughs> of course you did. Hey, if you guys are not planning your swoops out right and not going fast enough, cut long ways down the cells of your canopies not horizontally <laughs> it'll fucking increase the forward speed <laughs> that's all you gotta do is chop your shit up son oh my but god anyway oh at that point we use ripstop yes so, so anyway uh the shoot i jumped for about uh five years and uh, it served me aptly uh, i tie-dyed it in the bathtub red white and blue instead of it was bathroom uh i've won many accuracy meets on it and uh then when i got the high performance shoot i uh fucking cried he tied out his parachute son yeah and about red dye and this is a different world red dye and duct tape <laughs> Oh, your fucking canopy? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Dude, I baby that velocity it like did it's your a job. fucking child. It did the job. I'm not sticking it in it. Oh, my God. The only reason. The only I'm reason. Trying, you guys. I don't the, know if the, you know. The only reason the equipment is as good as it is today is because we just experimented <laughs> on shit. You know? We, hey, let's try it. If it works, fine. You know? So we're using bleach? No, no, no. I just used the red dye and hot oh, water. Okay. No bleach. A lot of water. Rinse it. Jump it. Oh, yeah. Chop it. Never chopped it. Pop your cop wells. The only, the only, the only <laughs> ch things I ever chopped was the uh, uh, ram airs. Okay, so the second one. Yes. Second one, I, I, second I, one Santa Cruz. I, second was Santa Cruz, and I came out all right. No problem. Yes, sir. All right. Now, the, third, the third one. Uh-huh. It was at a Johnny Winters concert. If you boys don't know who Johnny Winter is, he's a blues singer, Alabama blues singer. Him and his brother Edgar Winters. You said Alabama or albino? Alabino. What the fuck is an albino? <laughs> Albinos have blue eyes. Oh, yeah. albino. Yeah. Not a not an albino from Alabama. That'd be an oh, albino. No. Now, now, now you got my hillbilly talk coming out. See, <laughs> it's an albino. I, 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 you know, I, I, like, I, is that I, a I, redneck I, I, albino? <laughs> well, you know, He's got a Confederate I, I, flag. I, I, I was raised in, in, in the hills of West Virginia. No shit. So, so that, that's my hillbilly coming out. What'd you do? God damn it! Eighty years ago, were you like hunting squirrels with bow and arrows? <laughs> <laughs> No, I had, I had a sixteen gauge <laughs> shotgun. Uh, yeah, did you hunt for food? Like, did you? Oh hunt? yes, most definitely. Every day, squirrels, uh huh, squirrels, rabbits, uh, birds. And you bring it home to Mama? She cook it up or what? Yeah. Well, I lived on a farm, so we had uh, like uh, fifty chickens at any one time. So she'd tell me go out, go out and grab some supper for us. So I'd go out and grab a young chicken and chop its head off. Uh huh. You ring it first? Or you just chop it? No, I just chopped it. All right. Yeah, my brother, he, he knew how to ring them, but I, I, I couldn't ring them good enough to, you know, I like chopping them and turn them loose and watching the bird squirt. <laughs> <And> the, 
And and the wings flapping and they're trying to fly. <laughs> With no fucking head. That's TikTok. So that's that hillbilly anyway, TikTok, son. Anyway, back, back, back to the third. Well, how you get the feathers uh, off? Uh, you had to pull. You had to pull uh, the uh, boiling water. You just boil the whole thing, and then it just come yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You boil the whole water. You pick the big feathers off. Then you take a, a fire and you send the small stuff off. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, then you cut it up and eat it. Wait, uh, so you don't skin it? No. Okay. So you you yank the big ones off, singe the rest off, boil it. The rest will come off. Boil it or fry it. Okay. I know. They usually be fried. The young chickens would fry. Uh, the older chickens would boil and make uh, uh, chicken and dumplings and shit like that. What's yeah. the What's the wildest thing you've caught and ate? Do you think weirdest thing? Well, weird to us today. To you is normal. Like you ever eat raccoon? No, never eat any raccoon or possum or anything. No, that shit. No. Huh? No. You deer, elk. I've uh, tasted both. Okay. Man, what a different time, huh? Man, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Did y'all have electricity and shit? Pardon? Did you have electricity when you were a kid? Like out, out in West Virginia? Uh, I mean, I know there was electricity we, in America, jackasses. Yeah, I'm not saying yes, that. Yes, we had electricity. Running uh, water. Uh, we, we had an uh, outhouse. Uh, you grew up with an outhouse for sure, for real. For, for real, we had an outhouse. Uh, for a while there, we didn't have electricity. We, we uh, Our heating in the house was... Uh, a central uh, stove in the dining room, a uh-huh. wood stove in the dining room, and uh, the kitchen was a uh, wood stove that had uh, four burners on it or four eyes on it and a uh, water heater on the one side, and it was fired by wood. Okay. So so we had a lot, you know, everything was wood heated in the wintertime. So you got, was that your chores to go, go chop? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had chores from... Time we say, you know, if nothing else but carry the milk bucket for mama while she going to milk the cows, we had chores. You right. know, two, two years old, I can remember carrying the milk bucket for mama. That was one of my chores. And I learned how to cook when I was about uh, six years old. I was I was able to cook dinner for the for the family, and uh, I learned how to sew. The stuff I learned as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, served me well as a bachelor through life. I can tell you that. Right on. Because uh, I'm the can-do man. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> I, you are. I, I've known you for years, motherfucker. Dang, West Virginia. So how? So you went to the military from there. Was it a cold? Was you? Was you? What did your father do? Or you're a military family? No, great granddad. No? no, no, I went to military. Who, who's in Gettysburg? Uh, that was my great uh, great my my dad's grandfather. Right. I don't know what the Gettysburg battle was for. I, I might feel offended. What was he fighting for? <laughs> he, 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 he was fighting. What he was fighting for, uh-huh. as I can understand it, was that why should somebody up in New England tell him how to live down in West Virginia or in Virginia at the time? Let him. You know, what, what is that? States, picture? you know, he, he, he believed in states' rights. Right on. Was it, yeah. did it have anything to do with slavery rights? Uh, he, he never owned a slave. Okay. Slaves, and he was against slavery. Okay. I don't know anything, dude. I am an idiot. I'm just asking. I, right, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but uh, fucking. But hey. as I can understand, he was an honorable son of a bitch. Good for him. And, Is that, where's he at and, in that picture? And he believed, he believed that, uh, you know, that this government was set up for the power to be at the individual states, not in a in a total federal federal thing. Yeah. And whenever it didn't happen that way, the federal government started to grow, and you know what it is today. Yep, I understand. What so it is that's today. we're yeah. dealing with it now. Yeah. But anyway. On the uh, third time? Yes, let's get back to skydiving. On the third time? <laughs> went out of that fucking plane, smoke bombs on my feet again so the crowd could see me. Where are you at? I am at Los Banos, California, and it's a... At the concert? It's a concert, outdoor concert. Uh, what year? 
80s? 70s. Still in the 70s. 75, 76, okay. somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, so I go out, bam, pop that back a shoot, and then again it blows in frickin' half. I mean, it Where is, are you getting these parachutes at? I, I bet you it. bought that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows, you know? Yeah. So this is the <laughs> second. Anyway, it's a sled, anyway, the sky sled. Another sled. Yeah, another sled. Okay. Blows in half, opening hard like a motherfucker. And uh, went into violent spin again. So calmly, I uncovered my cape wells, put my thumbs in, cut it away, cranked my freaking feet up, set up, and pulled my emergency chute. It's on your back, the piggyback. Yeah, it's a piggy. It's a strong piggyback. Okay. Uh, and so my twenty-six foot conical pops out. Bam! Now I steer this mother right in front of the crowd and do a stand-up landing on it. Oh. Because it's a steerable reserve. It makes is what they call it. Huh? Well, they call it partly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. This one had had a couple of small uh, forward spots in it with the steering. So you didn't yeah. burn this one up with your with your smoke. No, it, it was the same chute. What do you mean? Well, Master Rigger went around and repaired all those holes with ripstop. With ripstop, yeah. He, he, he <laughs> did he re- sew it? No, no, no. He sewed it. I mean, okay. He, he did he did a righteous job of sewing it. Okay. He was a Master Rigger. And he sewed up all those holes in a high pressure area, so no, no problem there. <laughs> so you're jumping a half-ass burnt, patched up fucking canopy, reserve. Reserve. Hold last, on. Last choice. Hold on. Hold on. Let's back up again. So anyway. No, Mac. Not anyway. Let's back up. Yo, I know people that won't even fucking touch a reserve if it's had a ride on it, right? If you go on dropzone.com and you say that your reserve has had one or two rides, people won't buy it. You're telling me you're setting, you're jumping a reserve that's been caught on fire and repaired and jumped multiple times. You're like, yeah. I saved my life for a second time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And not only saved my life, but I did a stand up landing in front of the crowd on it. God bless it. Yeah. I was a young man in those days, but that's, you know. Holy That's another shit. story. Uh, yeah, uh, when did you get I, I, just, I, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just acquired uh, a uh, a rig that uh, has. Uh, I had the only way I could tell that it had ever been jumped was to look inside the D bag on a ring with a couple of scoff marks. Mm. Okay, now this rig was. Uh, 26 years old, 25 years old, but been kept in a controlled environment container. Mm-hmm. Okay. This thing is pristine. You I'm jumping mean, it today? No, I'm not jumping it today. Oh. But I was on line for sale, and some rigor came on there. And if it's over 20 years old, it's no good. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Where does it say that in the FAA regulations? And, I don't know, and how much too. and how much advancement can it be? Right. There, there hasn't been that much advancement in technology since the paracommander. No, no. Let's say in containers. Oh, in containers, right? Okay, you're talking about the container. A vigil container. Right. A what? A vigil. A what? A vigil. Javelin, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> javelin, okay. You found a javy, and it's in good condition. It's, it, the only way I could tell that it had been jumped was to look in there and see those scuff marks. Will they not? Will they not pack it? Huh? Will they not pack it? This guy said he wouldn't. Oh fuck that guy. Yeah. I know a guy will pack it. You got sixty bucks? I get packed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you jumping now? What, what what are you jumping now? What's your what's your canopy now? I I have two canopies. I I have a, a, a sharpshooter two forty five, and I have a Star Trek uh, two ninety. Who makes those? Uh, Flight Concepts. Okay. Before they went out of business, well, they're not out of business, but they're no longer making uh, uh, civilian parachutes. Okay, they moved. To it, it is it's a great canopy. Uh-huh. Uh The sharpshooter is far superior, in my opinion. And having owned a, a, a Spectre, mm-hmm. 
and a sharpshooter at the same time and jumping them back to back on the same day. The only difference I could tell was the uh, uh, angle of attack was uh, a lot better on the sharpshooter and but the uh, Spectre was a little bit faster because of the zero P. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But the DP, you uh, couldn't sink it as well as you could. The sharpshooter. The sharpshooter. Right, right. Because of all that forward. Drive. You know, I can I can sink that sharpshooter in from thirty feet. I can bury it and sink it in, and its landing force is about the equivalent to is jumping a paracommander. Okay. It's, it's you know it's solid, but it's it's stand up. It stand up. The 290, my rate of descent on the 290 is about 9 point something, 9.5 feet per minute uh, as opposed to the 15. Yeah, as opposed to the 15, 15 on the yeah. Paracommander. Okay. Now, that, that's coming straight in just sinking it. I talked it to uh, the guy that made the my 290 mm -hmm. and he said and this at this time i weighed 190 pounds and i told him my, my whole experience through uh, how many i had over uh 600 round jumps and so on and so on uh and he said with your weight with this shoot you should be able to, on a zero wind day you should be able to come over the target at about 30 feet and just sink it in and stand it up no sliding in, no running right. it out, none of that shit. Says you should be able to do that. I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> I would have worried that whole story is yet. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it yet, but hey, uh, I'm on a yeah, I'm on a mission. I've only got ten jumps on the thing, but I love the canopy. It's a great canopy. When did you when did you come out to Texas? I came out to Texas. Uh, in 2000, uh, I got to Skydive San Marcos in 2010. 2010. Okay, so the Illingsworth owned it then, Jim. Yeah, it was, it was Skydive San Marcos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Skydive San Marcos again. Uh, Skydive San Marcos was a, was a great drop zone. Uh, yep. it, it was it was a medium-sized drop zone with a small drop zone feel. Yes, it was. Uh Spaceland, God bless them. The, they they're, they're, they Look are what that. they they are what they are, and uh, yeah. But uh, I, I I prefer the smaller drop zone to just it seems to be a lot more fun, a, a lot, lot more, more friendly. Yeah, a lot more friendly. Have you have you been to Lexington? I have not. Whoa! I, I, I've got daddy. to go out there someday and see. You've got to go. Yeah. It is exactly what you're looking for. It's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. Skydive San Marcos was a good time. I used to I used to hug drugs out there, hop in the pool. Oh yeah, you know, just you know, rattlesnakes. But the, well, the thing it kind of uh, when Spaceland took over, they you know knocked that pool out. They, you know that like all the memories. But uh, there was a pool table in there. Yeah, the, it's not there. Well, they threw it on the fire and they burned it until it melted. They burned the fucking pool table out of the. Uh, instead of saying, hey, sitting down, here's a pool table. Somebody want it? I would have taken it. I could get $100 out of it and fucking just like that. Or something, right. Or something. Instead, they just burned it. Yeah, I would. You know, and that didn't set well with me. I mean, come on, man. Man, we haven't been you, back You, you want to change the place into what you want, but come on, consider. Yeah. Yeah, you know, consider. When we lost the pool. The kids didn't want to go anymore. Yeah. You know, they can't run around the grass area. They got to stay on the rocks. They just rather go somewhere they can shoot bow and arrows and shit. Well, but, but what great facilities and awesome airplanes. The safest planes in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. No, that's what they say. You know, I mean, hey, they're, they've got a good business model. Their students are, are great. The instructors are great. It's just a different feel from the old school guys. Like, you're older school than me. Well, I came from a small know, Cessna drop zone I, in Oklahoma. I, I'm not really used to the, I'm not used to the the over overseen I get when I walk in the door there. I'm kind of just uh, want to just be. I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, Eloy. Yes, Eloy, sir. big time. Yes, sir. Uh, Parish Valley, last time I was there, it was nothing. Now it's big time. But Eloy, big time. I came through there uh, before I got to San Marcos. 
and I had twisted my ankle up in the Verde Valley at the drop zone up there at Cottonwood. Mike Mullins' place. And, uh... Was Mike Mullins back then in no, Cottonwood? No, no. It was Larry he, Hill. Uh, there was, uh... I don't remember the guy's name, but he run the 206 up there okay. in the Verde Valley. Anyway, I twisted my ankle, so I couldn't jump at Eloy. I was there for a week. Now, I'm kind of a shy person, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right. And I, I got to know maybe one or two people. If I wasn't on a big-time star of it or I wasn't training for this or that, I was nobody. Right. That's the feeling I got out of the big the big drop zones. And uh, I, 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 I like the smaller drop zones better. For me, I like the smaller drop zones better. I, I think I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that I'm on a big way. I'm a big deal kind of attitude. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Or let's go do some flips out of the plane and try to high five. That's more of a better vibe. It's more fun. Uh, you know what I mean? Let's go have fun. Let's go have fun. That's what it's all about. Skylight Spaceland is fun. Uh, we're not saying it's not fun. It's yeah, just, I'm not just, saying it's not fun. We're just from different backgrounds. It's, but it, and different... It, it, it's a it, you know it, it's a big drop zone. Uh, and I prefer uh, smaller drop zones. This have is you, a personal choice. Have you come out to Lone Star yet? I don't. I don't think you've been out there. I've been out there a couple times. Uh, I jokingly told somebody that the only reason I don't jump at Lone Star is they don't have any pea gravel. Really? And I'm an accuracy jumper. <coughs> I'm an old school accuracy jumper, you know. You want a pea pit? Fuck yeah! If we get you a pea pit, you'll come out. Yeah, I'll start jumping you know, when I can during the week. Right, right, right. I'll talk right to now Joe. I'm going Joe down. fucking put a pee pit in. He needs a pee pit, don't he? God damn it, Mac, that's I will a, build you a pee pit. That's the softest place on the drop zone to land. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, at, at Skydive San Marcos, the drop zone at Skydive San Marcos was that square pee pit. If I landed outside of it, I may as well land it over to Valero. What do you mean? Why do you say that? That's that's here. the way it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. here. Yeah. If I landed outside of that pea gravel, uh -huh. I, I I am landing out off drop zone. Yeah. Off drop zone. Did you ever do style? Never did style much. Okay. Uh, I wasn't coordinated enough and wasn't fast enough to do style, but I was good at accuracy. Okay. Style's yeah. hard, isn't it? Oh, style's hard. That's the original free flyers. Yeah, Weren't original they? free flyers. They're kind of head down. And you you want to fall fast. You want to fall fast and, and turn fast. And, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think we tried to pull up some old style videos. We couldn't pull them up, man. But yeah, that was a fucking cool discipline. Yeah, oh, it was. You had to be good at it, dude. Quick yeah. and. So you were a rock star if you were good at style, weren't you? Oh yeah, if you get style and accuracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were a rock star back in the old days. You now good style. Nowadays, nowadays everything's swooping. Yep. How far can you swoop? That's right. That's better. Okay, I got, I got, you know, uh, you know, and the accuracy boys, they they jump on a fucking air mattress. All right, now forget the pig rope, but get the air mattress. Take two pads with. Two centimeter dead centers, mm -hmm. put them out there on the ground. Not on the pea gravel. Right, not in the soft spot. On the grass. Yep. On the tarmac. I don't give a fuck where. <coughs> but you put them out there. Now you've got pro accuracy. you got to come in and you either got to swoop and touch those uh -huh. two. At the same, you know, and to you have to, both of them to get a dead center. Both of them had to be activated. Oh, so, you got to so, hit both of them. Uh, you got to hit both of them. So two feet. Two feet has to touch. Do they have spikes? You jump spikes on the bottom of your heels? Is that well? The, the accuracy boys do now, but that that, that that's going to be out whenever you got to. You know, I mean, the chances are you're going to get a dead center on one, and you're going to get five, six, eight, ten centimeters on the other one. Mm. Even even if you're coming in swooping and you're hitting them, uh, what gave me the idea was uh, I was out at uh, kind of San Marcos and uh, Colin Rhodes 
went up on a jump. Shout out and, to Tyler Rhodes. Yeah, and and I after he went up, I went out and threw the frisbee on the pea gravel. Mm-hmm. He didn't see it until his last turn, and he came in and he stood up on that son of a bitch. On the frisbee. On the frisbee. When he Shout come when he come out of his turn, that's when he his swoop turn. That's when he seen the frisbee, and he stood up on it. And I says, "That's pro accuracy. <laughs> that's pro accuracy." Yeah, that's dope. I used to try to go peas to peas at San Marcos. That was my whole goal: the round pea to the square pea, yeah. or squared around. And like I would try to drag pea, float the grass, land in pea. I, I miss San Marcos, man. I haven't been out there in a while. I miss San Marcos. It's fun. I just wish they had the pool. Yeah. Or just more family access. Because I got my kids with me. Right. You know? You know. Anyway. All right. So, we went through three cutaways. You got another cutaway story? No. That's it. Funnest skydive. All of them. Huh? Funnest skydive. Funny skydive? Funnest. Like, what is the most memorable skydive that you can think of right now? Wow. Boy, that, that brings in a lot of... A lot of fucking territory. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just put it this way. I, when it comes to mind, uh, was the uh, Ash Meadows Desert Classic. Okay. Okay. This is a dune buggy race. That There's Baja-type dune buggies uh-huh. go, and it's a three-day event, and it's at Ash Meadows, Nevada. Okay. Okay. And Ash Meadows, Nevada is out of ways from Reno. And what it is, it's an R&R resort for the girls that work in Vegas. So there they have a runway. They have a casino, a restaurant, and a brothel. And they were having the dune buggy race, and they hired us to come over. What year is this? This is in the late 60s. Baby, cover your ears. What happened to brothels, people? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, old, you dirty old man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, so 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 they gave us they gave it was we had a one eighty two, uh-huh. and they gave the jumpers a hundred bucks a day, and we were to do two jumps what? in. So it was fifty bucks a jump in. We would jump in in the morning and jump in in the evening. And then at the uh, award ceremony, we just jump in with the trophies and the checkered flag. Okay, so uh, uh, they gave us uh, 100 bucks a day. It was a three-day event. Gave us 100 bucks a day, plus all the food we could drink, all the whiskey we could drink, all the whiskey, all the, all the food you could drink, all, all the women we could. No shit. Yeah, I mean everything was free. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> 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 that was that was a memorable weekend. <laughs> you know, hey, that hey, you can't cancel this shit. It was fucking ninety years ago. Y'all kissed my motherfucking ass. All right, hey, let's get to a Friday freak out in this motherfucker so we can wrap it up. Mac Daddy, you're the goddamn man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, before we get to the Friday freakout, why skydive? Why? With all your experience and just, why get out of airplanes? Goes back to when I was about eight years old. Okay. Had a dream about every month, every couple of months. I was falling off a cliff. I was screaming and screaming and screaming. And then I'd wake up. And... Just kicking, you know, and screaming. And they said that if I ever hit bottom, I'd die in sleep. About 14 years old, had the same dream. But halfway down, I stopped falling. I stopped kicking. And I started floating like a feather. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I landed on my feet. Mm. And I said, I woke up from that dream and said, I like that feeling. Yeah. 17 years old, went down to the Army recruiter and says, I want to jump out of airplanes, man. <laughs> I want to jump out of airplanes. Yeah. And for my first jump, I fell in love. Yes, sir. Yeah. Been doing it ever since. Yes, sir. 1959. 1959. I can't do math right now. All right. It's about 62 years. <laughs>
I said, wow, wow, woman, whiskey and weed. Oh, baby, that's what I need. Uh, you ain't here what I'm here for. Don't come and knock around my door. You wanna have some fun with me? Oh, pretty baby, I'll set you free. I said, wow, wow, woman, whiskey and we. Oh, pretty baby, that's what I need. I said, we'll get a while, you and me. Drinking that whiskey and smoking that weed. I said, drinking that whiskey and smoking that weed. I said, we'll make a love all night long. I started all over, coming one and down. I said, we'll make a love all night long. Oh, 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 God, wild woman, you what I need. I said, a wild, wild woman. A whiskey and weed. Oh, oh, oh baby, that's a what I need. I said, we'll make a love all night long. It's tired all over, come a morning down. Hey, y'all motherfuckers ain't living, I'm son. Drinking that whiskey and smoking that weed. Mm. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little ditty I wrote down in South America. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on, before we get that. You decided at 65 that you were going to disappear for a year, go to South America with a backpack, and just walk around. Hey, a year and a half. year and a half. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, I uh, started off in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Spent a couple of weeks back up in the Amazon jungle in a little uh, village. Uh, I got to jump over the Amazon River at Manaus. Okay. I, uh, Rio... Carnival in Rio. I got to jump on the beach near Rio. I uh, got to jump over a live volcano in Chile. And I hooked up with a school teacher from Israel for Christmas and New Year's in the world's most southern city, Ushuaia, Tierra del Fuego, is 1,000 miles from the South Pole. Yeah. You made some fuego, didn't you? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. We had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all ain't living like the motherfucking Mac Daddy, y'all ain't living y'all motherfucking lives. All right, we got to get to this. I'd end the show on that, so it was up to me, but let's do this shit. Shout out to Andrew Rebens. You were not out to the boogie this weekend, man. I was looking for you, but yo, here's a Friday Mac Daddy. God damn it, that was so awesome. <laughs> that was so awesome. All right, let's rock this shit. Here we go. I don't know what this one is. Right there, Mac. Break down in the description below. Looks like he's head down, ripping it up. A little unstable, completely unstable. Sit fly, belly, altitude. You're fucking low, bro. Dump, AD fire, shit. Okay, shit. Okay, chop the main, 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 chop the main. What are you doing? You're down plane. Chop the main. Good. Good. Uh, not so bad. He's okay. What are you doing? Get your toggles. You got plenty of fields. Ah, he kept his handles. Good for you, buddy. Land near the road. Oh, he has a buddy. You see that? He has a buddy. Ah, the story comes clear. Okay, I was going to accuse him of having fun, but no, is that the drop zone? That's not a buddy. This is another jumper. This dude, do you see that? There was like an event over there. He's in a reserve. That's a cornfield. That's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. That shit's deep. And there's big ass spiders and snakes, son. There's lots of spiders and snakes on the cornfield. Oh, you're all right. That video was all right. I thought it was gonna be more eventful. Yeah, you just didn't fucking check your altitude, jackass. I'm sorry, you're not a jackass. I gotta take that back. I gotta be nicer to people. I've been told to be nicer to people. I'm teaching. <laughs> We're supposed to teach, Mac. What do you think, Mac? Look, man. 
I'm not reading the incident. The incident break no incident breakdown. Dude, you guys are fucking trying some free fly shit without coaching. Uh, you're low. You don't have a dinner. Nobody told you that shit. You dump AD fire. That's your fault. What you thought? You're going to fly that shit in? Chop that shit. Ah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That's a quick choice. Well, what are you going to do? Get rid of it, man. You're going to land that shit. I don't know. Look, there's a drop zone right there. I'd have made a left and just went and landed over in the fucking main or something. They know you're in the reserve. They'd have moved. I think you took your friend low, though. That's fucked up over there. Homeboy's low. But you know what he does? He goes back to the main. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would have done the same thing in your situation, bro. I'm no better than you. That's how that goes. I forget the fight. I freak out. It's not that good. I thought it was better. <laughs> All right, Mac. You want to read your story, buddy? Ah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get your story together. Yo, Wazzy Circus Radio. We had a great time at the Lone Star Dead Man Boogie. Uh... Uh, we'll have a video of that coming out soon. We have the Wazi Circus Adventure Tours. We're trying to set up a secret cenote trip. We have Costa Rica. We have California. We have coaching at the tunnel. Come see me. I fly Austin. Holla at your boy. Me, Dusty Shaw, take care of you. Austin Ketchens. Drew Still is there. Eric Revord, your free fly coaches. All right, here we go. No shit, there I was. Thought I was going to die. Adrenaline kicked in. All right. I was on my 44th jump. It was April the 12th, 1973. No shit. There I was in a violent spin under my brand new cloud, a paracloud. You ever jump a paracloud? Uh, you ever see a paracloud? I jumped a paracloud. And set a star. Uh, <laughs> the spin was so bad that my body was prone to the ground. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this ain't good. All I could do was see the crumbled yellow and black ball of garbage that was streaming over me. Uh, that's because you brought the wrong colors, motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> the first time I tried... My cape wells, I failed. The cerebral force was strong. The centrifugal force was strong. I understand the strength that it must take to reach them. So I thought to myself, you better get it fast. You better get it and get it fast. The second attempt was a success. My adrenaline kicked in, and I could have ripped off a car door or two. Off I went across the sky as my reserve came out loud and sudden. Pow! I was sitting under a round reserve. I looked down and I was all ready to hit the ground. But to my surprise, I still had plenty of altitude left. And it seemed like minutes. It was just a fraction of a second. Whoa, ho! Defied death again. I never felt more alive when I landed. Because the adrenaline kicked in. Mm. There you go. Best I could do. <laughs> Wazzy Circus Radio. Support us on Patreon. Keep your head on the swivel and hook that shit. I love you guys. Holler back at your boy. Thank you, Mac. That was an honor, man. Ah, no problem. Thank you, Mac. My pleasure. My honor. Yes, sir. I was proud to be of service to you. 